Zwift is an indoor cycling platform where you can connect with a global community of cyclists at any time. You can chat with people all over the world, share in group rides, get encouragement from total strangers right on, who quickly become your new riding buddies and train harder and faster with competition on a global scale. Check out Zwift for yourself at Zwift.com today. Bonjour, 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 and welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central uh, podcast here, uh, back in Australia, back in Melbourne, and I'm joined in the studio uh, by Sophie Smith. Uh, Sophie, how good is it to, to see you here in Four Walls? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I'm over jet lag. You maybe not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm okay. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm also proving you that I'm working here. You yeah. know, you know, you had to dig at me at the Tour de France. I'm not working, but I am working. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. How much you sit on the fence in the next half hour? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, and joining us today, we've got uh, Wes. Uh, Wes Salzberger. How are you, Wes? I'm great. I'm really jealous of your tan you got going on there, Christo. No, you can't say that because I'm uh, uh, I'm, I'm working. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I have been working. I have not been in pools or in <laughs> in markets. French village markets. Not at all. No, I know. Uh, yeah, I know you've got footage to prove this. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk uh, cycling first of all. Uh, Richie Port, the worst kept secret. Richie Port is going to Trek Segafredo. It is. We knew, we've known that for a while now, haven't we? I, um, his exact motives, I'm not sure. I'm presuming uh, it was because of the sort of state of BMC racing earlier this year and the uncertainty of whether they were going forward, but. I'll be interested to see how he fits in there and whether anyone else comes across with him or how he mingles because Trek, I guess they haven't had a proper Grand Tour contender since Alberto Contador left and mm -hmm. Malema has been there and tried but not really gone anywhere. So watch this space, I guess. he's Probably that'll be the last team that he has a chance to win a Grand Tour with. So yeah, if we look at the, the team they have to build uh, around him, we know uh, Kundekort signed uh, for another two years uh, with Trek. How important is Kund going to be with, with Richie? The adopted Aussie. Yeah, I'm not sure like how him. he'll <laughs> fit into a Grand Tour team. I mean, he's ridden for Contador before. Traditionally, he's um, John Degenkolb's right-hand man, but he's always a staple or has usually been a staple at Grand Tour teams, whether they've been built around sprinters or GC contenders. So... In a physical capacity, but I also also would say probably in a sort of mental capacity mm -hmm. as well as a better way to um, elocute that. Um, Kun's very good with the media. He's always outside the front of the bus answering endless questions. So probably be Richie's go-to maybe in that respect yeah. <laughs> when he gets sick of the media as he does Especially sometimes. Especially with uh, Kun's character. Yeah, he's quite a happy-go-lucky guy and a really good guy to have around for morale. So I think that'll be yeah important having mm. him on the team there with Richie and getting Richie to lighten up and have a joke. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, you know, what's going to be good is I think uh, the folks at SBS, they need to arrange a few days for us uh, when we start the tour next year to be with Trek because we had those few days with BMC this year and that was invaluable into actually bringing that that that, that rapport with the team. Uh, let's hope the people at SBS, if they listen to us, uh, can make this happen with Trek again. I, wasn't, I don't know if that was two-sided. The BMC Aussie press officer, Phoebe Hames, I came down on the lift and she went up and she looked at me. She was like, are you guys staying here? <laughs> Did you see the yes, fear? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Watching everything. She probably saw the SBS cars yeah. <laughs> rolling in going, whoa. She had that slight physical reaction where you can't lie. <laughs> 
Ah, but that was good. Yeah. As a next rider, Wes, uh, changing teams like this, how, how, how long do you, does it take you to adapt? Uh, because that's now his third uh, big team. Mm. And the second one where he's the, the, the clear leader. Yeah. Um, uh, mentally, uh, what does he have to do from now? Well, obviously coming into it, it's a team that's well-established as well. Like Trek, Trek isn't, isn't a team that's being built from the ground up or anything like that. So he has some sort of sense of security there that he's making a nice move, a nice switch across. Obviously, it's again, it's going to be the, the training camps that, you know, that everyone sort of all pros like, are like, yep, cool, we've got to go to that. It is good at the time, but getting there is the main thing and then and bonding with everyone else and making sure that he's comfortable within the team um, and not just, not just the riders, staff as well. Um, the DSs of the team as well, um, yeah, and even the Swanyers. They, everyone plays a really key role, and that harmony of everyone getting along well, which he's had quite, you know, quite strongly in BMC, he seemed quite happy there when he moved across and sort of found his found his niche there. So that the character of sort of of him uh, adapting to the team is going to be Richie's biggest thing. His ability, he's pretty confident in his ability now, and obviously now leading up, which we'll talk about later, targeting worlds. Um, the biggest thing for Richie is going to be yeah, making sure that he, he just communicates well from the get-go and sort of establishes his bond with the team. Is he starting now, do you think? Is he, is he going from now, it's official, or has, has the work already been starting with that team? I, I'd, I'd presume so, definitely. And, and now moving forward officially, yeah, I would say that, that that's concreting in place now and he'd be yeah, well and truly starting to, to start to tie up and, and bond those relationships with the team. That first training camp, is it like the first day at school? It is, it is. You like you find those. your group and yeah. who, who you're <laughs> who rooming with. Who am I going to sit with at yeah. lunch? And <laughs> yeah, so it is funny. Yeah. And especially with everyone being in different um, outfits still as well, when you go to that first training camp, it's sort of, yeah, it it's, can be a little bit jarring. But, you know, if you're an outgoing person, it's fine. Uh, if you're more timid, then obviously you know, you'll have some of the other more more sort of laid back. Or like Coon would be welcoming and could probably you know suss out someone that wasn't as comfortable and would make some jokes and get some lighthearted sort of movement going and some more so more time, especially time together as well, just around the coffee shop and that sort of thing and just bonding in general. Um, yeah, it is important and it does feel like your first day at school. <laughs> How much can he bring to the team as well? So we're talking about mm. uh, the, the team bringing a certain culture to, mm. to him, but how much can someone like Richie bring to, to that team? Because they've been mm. lacking a true leader since Contador left, really. Yeah, and I think Richie's a perfect person to fill those shoes um, of Contador. You know, he's, he's raced along Contador as well um, in Saxo Bank alongside him. So, you know, Richie um, will definitely be able to, you know, um, establish that team and reunite sort of uh, a bit of fire in, in the Trek, so Trek team. So definitely... Okay. In terms of BMC, Sophie, uh, is this the, the great escape? There's a few names that have left uh, BMC already. Uh, is it because of the uncertainty that the team for, for next year, the riders rather sign it earlier than later? Oh, it's just a state of constant state of cycling, isn't it? <laughs> Wes probably knows that um, more so than I do, or, or the real sensations that, that happen on that side of the fence. Look, I, we've said before that if you're one of those top riders, it's... Um, you're, you're sort of not really in jeopardy of not finding a team. It's the second or, or, or third yeah. tier that, that are. Um, personally, if, you know, if everyone wants job security, mm. if it was me, you'd, I'd be I'd be definitely shopping. Not everyone's left. Greg Van Avermaet's stayed on board, but it's more of a question than job security and money. You've also got to look at who the new sponsor is, mm. if, if they knew at that time. Um, I don't mm. know, Richard could have been looking for a different team anyway. I haven't spoken to him directly on that topic, so I'm not sure. 
um, what direction it's going to take. It doesn't marry with, with your goals. A lot of people, as you said, have left. Some of that might have been coincidental. coincidental. Um, but if you're not sure and you've got another offer on the table, where's in pro cycling, would you be taking it? Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, if you're not one of those top tier guys, then yeah, you're definitely looking at your options uh, pretty quickly. Um, yeah, you're not not one to hesitate, especially at the moment. You know, there could be uh, a team fold now. Even you know, mm. it's there's no real job security there. So, for for someone that's uh, looking to looking to move on from that team and pick up a contract, then yeah, definitely uh, you'd be moving very rapidly okay. on that. Okay, let's talk uh, the Vuelta. Uh, Vuelta is starting this weekend on, uh, well, in Spain, of course, but on SBS as well. Uh, Sky, first of all, uh, they're coming without Chris Froome and without Garen Thomas. Katowski is the leader, isn't it? He is, yes. Thomas and Froome will be where I am at the Tour of Britain, <laughs> lapping up. Um, okay. a First lot of all, why is that? Not, not why are you going to Tour of Britain, but why <laughs> is that? Why are they not bringing either Froome or Garen Thomas? I would say that Froome and Garrett Thomas are both looking at potentially doing worlds for, for Great Britain. Um, it's a no-brainer with Thomas, the, the, whale, the whales. The race starts in Wales. I've still got a bit of a tour hangover. <laughs> <laughs> Not ready for the world. <laughs> um, That's right. The world is pretty relaxed. So, so yeah, the last starts, time I did yeah. the, the tour of Britain was actually when Bradley Wiggins had won the tour and it was this crazy fanfare. So in, in that respect, it, it makes sense. For Froome as well, I would go so far as to say he might be leading the GB team at Worlds. Um, and my argument would be it's sort of be counterproductive for him to do a fifth consecutive Grand Tour um, with that in mind. Okay. But Straight does off the tour as well. Does that mean Sky can still win the Vuelta with Katowski? I haven't had a look at the course properly enough to answer that with full confidence. But Krakowski is, he's a class rider. Mm-hmm. We've seen that in, he plays a brilliant support role um, and he wins races in his own right. I would, again, without having a look at the course, he'll be competitive for sure. Whether he can win. Mm, with Movie Star's and team as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, M- Movie Star is going with a, a good outfit. Like mm. Quintana Valverde are there. Yeah, uh, but okay. you know they were there at the tour as well. Okay, Quintana won a stage, but Mikel Lander, like, I don't have a lot of faith in that team at the moment. <laughs> no offense, that'll come back and bite me in the bum. But you know they came into the tour with three leaders, and we're going to dominate. And not even at, before week two, Lander was like, "Oh yeah, we're going to go for the team classification." And I'm not sure. I don't know what's going on there behind the scenes. It is their home race, so mm-hmm. who knows? But I'm not that excited about them, to be honest. And who else, if it's not uh, neither Movistar or Sky? Oh, look at him <laughs> smiling. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the man we've been speaking about, Richie Port. Yeah. Um, obviously a bit more fresh than everybody else because he crashed out of the tour. And that first stage, we tangent, um, Roman Dennis could actually take the first leader's jersey of the race. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that definitely is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Could we put some money behind Port, do you think, on this on this Vuelta? I don't know, Christophe. What do you think? <laughs> I think we can. <laughs> and I think we how, sh- much, how much are you going to put behind I, I, I do not condemn betting, actually. We're on SBS. <laughs> we shouldn't. Uh, if I was, I would put money behind how Port. How many bananas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put uh, three lemons and five bananas, honest. <laughs> now, really, realistically... In terms of preparation was like Tour of Britain versus the Vuelta. Can you go and win the Vuelta and then be in fine form to win Worlds? Or is that that's too where, much that's of a where tall I order? That, that's where I don't know whether if he's really focused on Worlds, he won't try and win the Vuelta, mm. in my opinion. Um, okay. And I, I was speaking to, maybe it was Pat Shaw I was speaking to earlier in the week um, about this. And I'm like, yeah, if he's really going to target the Worlds, then I don't think you can do both. That's my opinion. That yeah, what, would have been my sentiment as well. 
So he can race the Volta, but he could maybe pull out the last week. Last, yeah. Do the if first he's really two weeks. targeted toward the Worlds. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it would be a tough to win the Walter and then win Worlds. I think it would be uh, definitely a, a big ask. Okay. Uh, talking about the Worlds, uh, Innsbruck in, uh, in Austria, you know that course very well because yeah. uh, it's on Zwift. Yeah, I've been riding <laughs> uh, it a bit. Yeah. <laughs> How hard is it? Uh, well, I've I've done the uh, the eight kilometer loop around, and it's got a little berg in there that um yeah my father's on Zwift as well, and he's told me that yeah it's been a showstopper for him. He's been down to five k an hour up that little pinch. So moose can ride as well. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely uh, <laughs> it's definitely uh, challenging. Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's not an easy course. Uh, yeah. What's been the reception on, on Zwift for, for that for that course, the, the Innsbruck? Yeah, absolutely. Like a lot of the group rides uh, we've had featured around that as well. And we had a, a ride with Eric Min with the CEO, um, mm-hmm. which was yeah, very popular as well. So, yeah, the, the response has been great. Um, I've had, and also the reaching out to the Australian national team and New Zealand national teams that uh, with their world selection of riders wanting to get on Zwift uh, uh, to, to experience uh, the course as well. So it, it, we've had a good good uptake of that as well, of, of pros and um other competitors that are going to be racing the worlds, being able to preview the course virtually. And how important is it for you, actually, the, the, those courses at the worlds? You had Richmond. Yes, uh, we had Richmond. Before. Yeah, uh, Richmond before. Uh, yeah, how important is this to, to have those courses uh, yeah, part I, of your selection? I, we, yeah, linking in with the UCI there and, and the partnership in place. Um, yeah, it helps legitimize um, you know, what we're doing in the product. Um, and being able to offer yeah, athletes, um, no matter where they are in the world, uh, you know, a virtual experience of riding that course prior to getting to the worlds. Because most of the time, Honestly, you don't have you know, most most people's schedules. You don't get to ride the course until you get there that that week, or sometimes you may only be there a few days out. So you might just get one little roll on the course and not fully experience it. So this is another submersive way to experience that for people uh, yeah, that don't have that don't have that option. Okay, so it's a tough course. It's a tough course. Yeah, does yeah. that suit? I mean, we know we just it's, mentioned it's Richie a GC Port. course, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we mentioned Port is targeting this, mm. and I think uh, we said it off mic, but uh, Tomo mm. actually uh, said it on that stage nine uh, at the end of the the, the stage nine that when uh, Richie Port crashed, he said focus will be on the world for him. Do you think it's a course that suits him? I think yeah, definitely. It's it's a course that will just grind all the riders down it's it's definitely suited to a gc rider um you know and the likes of Froome as well i guess it's going to be it's going to be a challenging course and it definitely is going to suit uh, richie's characteristics of, of how he how he rides on the bike being a great climber with a lot of climbing that course it's going to just it's going to be really exciting to watch that race like it's for the r- riders racing it's going to be awful i think it'd be like a brutal <laughs> course like i've i've uh, been lucky enough to be part of the world's team a, a fair few times now and uh, it, like Mendrizio was a very challenging course with a steep uphill with that. So I think, yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be a lot harder than that even. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be very taxing on the riders um, and it's going to certainly suit Richie. And in terms of racing, if Froome is leading the, mm. the Team GB as well, imagine that uh, that race we can have. In the last few years, we had Peter Sagan winning uh, the World Championship over and over again. Mm-hmm. Can we safely say he will not be in Rainbow next year at the Tour de France? I'll call it. No, he won't be. <laughs> he won't be. I mean, also with the Australian team, you know, you've got Simon Clark in there and, and Rory Sutherland, great captains on the road. Um, I'm, I'm sure they'll be sharing that role, those two. Um, so yeah, it's, it, the, Richie's got a, a good uh, a good level of heads in the team that's going to guide him through, and also with you know Jack Hagen there as well yep. um, for support, and Chris Hamilton and uh, Daniel Halson as well. So he's got some strong firepower there, and Robert um, Powell will be obviously there early on um, to help out with Rory. The Tour of Britain and the Vuelta will probably be give us more of an indication of 
who will be up there as well. Like in my mind, I'm always yeah. saying like Primoz Roglic, who, mm-hmm. you know, was a yeah. dark horse at the tour. He won't be that marked, I, I can imagine. Um, but does he have the team? Course. Yeah. Would he, will he have the team behind Sagan him? Sagan never has the team. Yeah, but Sagan is Sagan. Yeah, true. You know? <laughs> true. But uh, where's, okay, let's go there. Out <laughs> <laughs> of World Championships, mm. is there like... Um, not collusion, <laughs> but is there any element of trade teamwork that might come into play if you're a two-man national team? Definitely. I mean, it's never talked about. Um, certainly is within the peloton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's there's, there's definitely uh, some times where yeah, it's being questioned. Um, and you can see the commentators sort of not addressing it, but they, you can hear it in their voices that they know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely that, that does happen um, and it will be into effect. Um, but touching on the women's uh, yeah, road race yeah. as well, yeah. Amanda Spratt has been very impressive this season. So um, she's got a strong support team there as well. Um, so that's that's going to be interesting. You know, Tiffany in there and Brody Chapman, Shara Gallo and Grace Brown as well. So Can they beat the Dutchies? No. I hope so. Um, yeah, man. again, Amanda's been really impressive. Hopefully she can carry that form through. She has been up there all, all this year, yeah. Oh, yeah. All, all the races. So hopefully she's had a bit of a break uh, and is refreshed because, yeah, it's it's a tough call for her to hold that form that she's had all the way right through to mm. the Worlds. Like from Am still. Like yes, yeah. Even before that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, with the, with the Giro. Um, so we can start dreaming of a double rainbow jersey, men and women. That would be awesome, yeah. Very strong teams for both, so yeah, yeah absolutely. And they, when they actually came out, that's the, the word from mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. They said, "How, oh, geez, how strong both teams are mm-hmm. on, on on both sides." Uh, coming back to the Tour of Britain, Sophie, as a yes. journal, uh, you are going to that Tour of the, the Tour of Britain. Yeah. Um, I mean, from and Thomas there. Last time we saw them were at the Tour de France. Are we likely to see more battles around that leadership around that Tour of Britain, or is it pretty much from is the leader this time? I'm <laughs> sure that leadership will be discussed as it, as it was through most of the Tour de France. I think a lot of people, even in the second week of the Tour, were still waiting for Froome to come out as... I mean, up to the just, third week You know, well. it was just like yeah. Garrett was minding the, the jersey for Froome. I think that was an advantage for Garrett in the end because he really didn't shoulder as much of the external pressures mm-hmm. he would have if he'd come in as, as an outright leader. We can debate this as well because he, do, he did help Froome as well to go through the tour because he's never been to the mix zone. He's never really answered the media like he used to as well. So in the lead up of what happened to him mm. uh, with the with the case and so on, he didn't have to do that much media as well. So there's a le- there's a level where that actually helped as well, Chris Froome. Yeah, shared it shared it around a bit. Even in like the Roubaix stage, yeah. um, in terms of media and this is where I was convinced that Thomas probably wasn't the outright leader that Sky wasn't fibbing when they said Froome was because Thomas did so much media at the end of that stage. Mm-hmm. And normally if you're the leader of the race, they'll sort of, you know, it's very controlled. You do a little bit and then that's it. Whereas <laughs> Garrett was just one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other. But in terms of the Tour of Britain, I'm not sure. It's a really classy field though. Um, and I think, yeah, looking forward to Worlds, you'll get more of an idea of who's serious about um Innisbrook, in terms of internal dynamics there and the course, I'm not sure. One thing we didn't mention was um, the time trials, or oh, Rowan Dennis, um, yep. which will, yeah, will be, a, yeah, obviously he's in the, in the road squad as well, at the crossover there, but um, he's going to be certainly a, a strong ally for Richie in the road race, but a, a strong contention for the to time trial himself. Outright. Is Richie doing the time trial as well? No, no so it's not. only Rowan, and then they actually don't have a women's uh, entrant for this time. They've decided to, to not select anyone because they 
Um, don't think anyone's up to the mark of, of meddling um, from my from my understanding. But the, yeah, um, Callum Scottson um, is going to be racing for the under twenty three men. Okay, uh, Santos Tour Down Under. I know it's a few months away. There are lots of racing happening. Uh, but what happened uh, this week is that we know, uh, and we've worst kept secret again. But uh, Sagan is going to ride that Tour Down Under. I think it's a Not regular a regular start for, Feel the for rush. him now. Oh, God, I hate that song. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I hate think, that song. I don't think they're going to refresh it. I think it's just going to keep rolling with it. I've asked yeah. Mike Turner on yeah. air before, will he change it? And it was a categoric. Yeah. I just I can't even talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that song. Wheels in motion. Oh, yeah. don't, don't until I have to. Don't. Um, so that's yes, not on your playlist. Have his wheels in motion. That's not on your playlist uh, for the flight <laughs> over to Britain. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> now, uh, seriously, Sagan at the Tour de Under. Is this the last year uh, of a potential contract he's got with uh, the Tour de Under? Not that I know of. Uh, I think in terms of his season starts, he's pretty consistent. Before the Tour de Under, he was doing. Um, Uh, San Luis in Argentina. I think he generally likes to have a similar build-up in terms of the start of that season. And he takes it pretty easy in Adelaide. He's a name, so he garners attention. But um, in terms of results, he sort of comes across as very laissez-faire. If he's good, he's good. If he's not, he's well, That's what he says about every race. But yeah. Some, yeah. sometimes you're the nail. Sometimes you're the yeah. yeah, yeah. When he's he on, he's on. Yeah. 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 Well, he said, "If I win, I'm happy. If I lose, I'm happy." Great insight. Thanks, yeah. Pete. Um, the down under is also uh, a week earlier too. So in terms of timing, it'll yeah, be, it'll be not. Which now with uh, Bakerits on again this year, mm. um, not sure of the dates of those, but yeah, everything's sort of um, been uh, pushed uh, last week. Last time was yeah. pushed out by a week, so. That's the thing. It's a really hard race now, the Tour Down Under. And this season, um, because it was so unbearably hot and the organisers did bring in weather protocol for a couple of stages. But I think if you actually look, a lot of the guys that did Down Under took a long time to recoup. Mm. Some of them actually haven't haven't recouped properly. They've not had great seasons. So uh, if I were him, I'd maybe be looking at going in terms of the difficulty of that race now easing in <laughs> mm-hmm. and not putting too much expectation on publicly on yourself anyway um, is probably a safer bet because this year there were a lot of people that suffered afterwards, like the effects of the heat and, and stress afterwards that we're talking about for a few months. But he's, an, he's a great token for the race though in terms of the promotion of the race and, mm. and, and having him around, is, we know how much of a showman he is, so that he, he's, a great, like, yeah, he's a great token for that Crowd race. Favorite, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Wes, in terms of the Zwift world, you mentioned there's uh, uh, the, the Innsbruck course, but there's uh, the Nationals as well happening uh, this week. Yeah, this, this weekend on Sunday, uh, we'll have the men and women uh, Zwift Australian National Championships, as well as New Zealand and South Africa. With our friend Patro at the Yeah, mic. so Pat's <laughs> going to be joining me uh, from the studio here in Melbourne, the Cycle Studio headquarters for Zwift, and we're going to have a... A good, uh, a good battle on our hands, I reckon. We've got a few regulars that have been racing our weekly races series. Uh, we have the E-Crit on a Tuesday night, and then Thursday night is the CHOP, which is a handicap-style race. So people have been getting used to racing on Zwift uh, and then they've yeah, been leading into this uh, Zwift National Championships. And, of course, there's the SBS Fondo as well, the last yes, one happening. Yes, the, la- the last one. So that's on the 2nd of uh, September, the last one of the four. Uh, and as well, you unlock an in-game jersey for that and uh, a possibility to win um, a 
two tickets to Latap as well, a VIP package. Okay, we've uh, Matt Heyman actually this year. Yeah, Matt Heyman and Amanda Spratt, I think, again, also okay. for the women's side. I always feel so unfit when Wes is in the studio. <laughs> like, no, I did not eat a whole pizza last night. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to go for lunch after this. <laughs> yeah. He's going to have a salad. Just a quick marathon run and then, yeah, we'll do Swift and Row. Yeah. Guess who's going to have a salad? Great. <laughs> I held up my own body weight in Pilates <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Thank you guys uh, for coming. Uh, who said uh, it was going to be boring after the Tour de France? We have lots of racing in our hands. Yeah, it is. Plenty. It's a long season, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, plenty to talk about. As Nick Gates say over this season yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely thank you for coming thank you thank you Zwift is an indoor cycling platform where you can connect with a global community of cyclists at any time you can chat with people all over the world share in group rides get encouragement from total strangers right on who quickly become your new riding buddies and train harder and faster with competition on a global scale. Check out Zwift for yourself at Zwift.com today.